Hi, I'm Marlon Walker, and I'm live from Pelham's Wasteland. Today, I'm going to do another overview for a game called Gallant and Bold, um, which is uh, an interesting little OSR game, and um, I'm going to talk about it today, so stay tuned for that. So what is Gallant and Bold? Gallant and Bold is an OSR game based off of early D&D um, with some uh, cool stuff. The big thing that seems to me to set it apart aside from... So first things first, the game has awesome artwork. The, the artwork is really, really cool. Um, it's all black and white line work inside, but um, it's really great and all that. So um, I'll just put that out there. Um, the other thing is that it uses essentially unified mechanical stuff within a sort of OSR framework. So it has ascending AC. Um, it has saving throws. It does abilities or stats inverted or attributes inverted, basically. Um, they call them abilities in this game, but it's strength, dex, con, in wisdom, charisma, all that sort of stuff. Um, you roll 3d6 to get your ability, but lower is actually better. Um, and when you roll your d20 to do something related to that ability, you're trying to roll higher than that score. So all of the rolls in the game are 1d20 versus a set score. Sometimes there are modifiers, but the modifiers are always to the d20, not to the set score. So, for instance, your character class gives you a set um, save level, and then you have modifiers based on type of save for certain things. So it's, you know, for instance, it'll be save 15 breath weapon plus two, meaning you roll a d20 plus two for a breath weapon save trying to get 15 or higher instead of having differing numbers for different saves and all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's pretty cool. I like um, the unified mechanical stuff. Um, there's some other interesting things. One of the big ones is that every character class can use everything basically so for instance wizards can use swords um there's some balancing stuff in there that i would be interested in seeing in play how it actually turns out because um obviously wizards also have um spells so that's kind of an interesting thing but they get a, a fair bit less hit points over the course of their um seven level arc uh, every character class has a seven level arc and then there's some after that stuff that you can buy that is um cool too so what's some other special stuff about it well one of the cool things about it is that there's what's called a maneuver check which is basically if you want to do something um athletic or acrobatic or something like that you have to roll equal to or higher than your own ac to do something like that so this creates a really natural feeling for um things like climbing checks 
it seems to me that you know if you have heavier armor you are harder it's harder for you to roll higher than your ac to do something like a climbing check you also have um there's some other special things with regard to that so for instance the thief class instead of having ac based on their equipment they have an ac based on their level um and they are expected to not wear um, armor and just use the AC with their level. And when they make a maneuver, they just use a dexterity check. So much easier for the thief um, to do those sorts of things because they're going to do it against their dexterity. And their dexterity is probably one of their best skills. Um some other stuff about it, it is um, race and class, not race as class. So you have humans, elves, gnomes, and dwarves, and then fighters, thieves, magic users, and clerics. Not every race can be every class. So dwarves, for instance, can only be a fighter or a cleric. Gnomes can only be a fighter or a thief. Elves can only be a fighter or a magic user. And humans can be whatever they want. Um... There's no differentiation for the uh, ability scores in terms of race at all. Um, there are some other differentiation things, but for instance, nobody gets like minus one strength, which would be good because your strength would be lower, meaning it's easier to roll higher than your strength to perform a check. Um, nobody like dwarves don't get minus one con, um, constitution, uh, for being dwarves and plus one charisma or something like that. There's also some other, there's some cool stuff. Everybody. So there's four crafts, the four crafts being, um, each of these different, um, bonuses that you can get, um, to uh, roll checks. So there's burglar, courtier, ranger, and scholar. And those add to relevant DC, relevant checks with the D20. Because um, remember, in this system, everything is a D20 roll versus a fixed number, sometimes with bonuses added to the D20. Um, so for instance, if you're trying to pick somebody's pocket, it would probably be a dex check plus burglar. So your dexterity versus a d20 plus your burglar um, craft. Anyway, um, there's some other cool stuff I like. For instance, there's um, consistent movement rate across all of the different... Um, races which personally i like having played uh ad and d for a while without that it seems like it's uh it sort of makes sense why i mean it makes sense why a a smaller character would move more slowly um in my opinion it penalizes the gameplay too much to uh make it worth it in a lot of ways. 
um, having played a, a fair bit of AD&D second edition where that's a feature anyway. Um, I just prefer consistent movement rate or slightly altered. If you wanted to do dwarves, it's 12 squares per turn. If you wanted to do dwarves and, uh, uh, gnomes move 10 squares or something like that, that would be an easy enough adjustment to do. Um, you can also move tactically, which is plus one AC or plus one to hit. Or double move if you run, which is AC minus two, which AC is ascending in the system, so that makes you easier to hit and all that sort of stuff. Um, there's rules as written. There's crits and fumbles. Natural 20 on the die, double your damage. Natural one misses the target. Something happens to a weapon or shield, something like that. Um, one of the other things that's interesting is that there's two types of damage. There's wounds and bruises. So if you make an attack and do not beat the armor class, you inflict a bruise, which is just one point of damage per die that you would roll. Versus if you successfully hit the target, you do um, wounds, which is the full die roll. Um, there's some other kind of clever stuff like that. The melee weapons all do a little more damage than the ranged weapons without any kind of strength adjustment stuff or anything like that, which is kind of a, uh, a neat way to uh, balance out those things, I think. Um, and then there's a fair bit of world stuff in here. Um, there's also some stuff, short rest and long rest, advantage and disadvantage, all that sort of stuff that would be, um, noticeable. I like the travel system. The travel system is based on the amount of time that your or distance that you're going. You roll for a certain number of twists and then twists can be encounters, opportunities, or discoveries. Um, which is a cool way of having random events that are uh, involved in the travel um, without having it just be. That's one of the things that I kind of dislike of sometimes about old school play is um, the way that random encounters are um, used to fill out journeys, I think can feel uh, a little repetitive almost, um, especially when you're talking about random encounters that are combat encounters or that are almost always combat encounters, um, that it feels like, oh, there's just a, and especially in certain game systems, it can feel like there's a, a that's a sort of travel tax almost. Um, so I really prefer, I, I like systems that um, have more than just random encounter with um, opposed humanoids or monsters as the way to flesh out the travel. That to me feels a lot more um, interesting. Um yeah, it's got all sorts of standard stuff in here. Um, 
lots of, of, uh, the, the, the normal things you would expect in a role-playing game. The game definitely, it feels to me, assumes that you have a fair bit of knowledge about role-playing games ahead of time. This is not, um, it doesn't go into near, right? There's no, like, there's a little bit of what is a role-playing game, but just from the way that it's written, it seems to me like it assumes that you kind of know and are probably aware of OSRE kind of stuff. Um, anyway. Um, there's some other stuff that's pretty cool. The bestiary section is really cool because it's divided up into different um, uh, types of creature. There's some other mechanical stuff that I uh, think is cool. Um, so, like, I didn't mention one of the, the things that seems neat is that... Um, the uh, the the fighter they get uh, a sort of heroic fighting ability where based on their level they get to make more attacks attacks equal to the number of hit dice they're fighting essentially um, basically um, a level three fighter can make three attacks against one hit die creatures and therefore has a chance of you know carving up a a whole field of creatures, which is part of how the balancing works because the, um, or it seems to me part of how the balancing works because of course the, like I said, um, the cleric or the, uh, even the wizard can use the same sword that the fighter can use, but the fighter is going to, uh, carve through, especially at higher levels, those, um, you know, goblins or something like that. And all of that. Um, anyway, some cool stuff. Rules about uh, making monsters, building monsters based on hit dice. Um, all the hit dice in the game are D8s. Characters start with eight hit points for their first hit die automatically. Um, whereas other creatures have to roll. Um, when you get a new level, the idea is that you roll all the dice together. Um, so you, for instance, um, a third level uh, fighter would roll um, 2d8 plus 8 for their new hit points, plus I think three, because they get um, a little bit extra hit points. So it would be 11 plus 2d8 for their new level versus the old level. Um, and if it's higher, if the, the new score total is higher, then they get um, the new score. If it's lower, they just get plus one. Um, so you, you are not uh, screwed by the roll ever but it's possible to not get nearly as much per level. Um, yeah, some cool stuff. I like the way that magic armors work in particular. A magic armor has magic armor and shields grant a plus one or plus two bonus to the armor class, but do not uh, ignore that bonus for movement rules. So for instance, climbing in magical plate mail 
plate mail being, I think, AC 16 in the game. Um, or heavy armor being AC 16. Um, you could have an AC of 18 with your magic bonus, but uh, only have to roll against the 16 to climb, which obviously not easy to climb if you're rolling against the 16, but you get the idea. Anyway, um, Gallant and Bold, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty short. Um, I think it was, I don't remember, like $6 on... Uh, uh drive through rpg and um yeah if nothing else the art is great so um yeah worth worth checking out in my opinion it's got a lot of stuff it's um, the core mechanic being unified, I think, is one of the big things, one of the big selling points for me that you don't have to remember. You know, sometimes you want to roll high, sometimes you want to roll low, basically everything. And it only uses a couple of dice. It uses D4s, D8s, and D20s for the player side. So um, it's relatively, it's it's got that kind of um, straightforwardness that I think is is neat. Anyway, that is Gallant and Bold. So, hope you enjoyed. Uh, time for the outro. All right, so that was Gallant and Bold, a sort of uh, light OSRE kind of game. Um, like I said, the artwork is is really great. Um, there are a couple of typos that I noticed, just a, one or two. Um, but I suspect that it's, uh, you can't get it in print yet through drive through RPG. So I suspect that it's been put out so that it will, uh, get some overviewing and people, uh, you know, pointing out those sorts of things. And, um, yeah, that's, uh. That's Gallant and Bold. So I hope you enjoyed. You can get a hold of me at Cows from Powis on Twitter. Um, I've been Arlen Walker. I've been live from Pelham's Wasteland, and I will see you next time. Take care, everybody.